morning. Hyvää huomenta. Long winter is about to end here in Finland and we are looking forward to a glorious spring and summertime. To my listeners in the Philippines, I say magandang umaga po sa inyong lahat. Maray naramrag kanindo gabos as they say in Bicolano. Naimbaga bigat yo amin as they say in Ilocano. Now I say that in multiple Philippine languages because the topic of our podcast today is about the Philippines, specifically about the Philippine presidential elections. A few days ago, my Facebook and Twitter netizen friend Don Don Leto, shout out to you, man. Uh, Don asked me if I can say something about the form of government here in Finland, about the Finnish parliamentary form government which also has a Finnish president. Perhaps he asked me about this because uh, there's this Filipino presidential candidate named Norberto Gonzalez uh, who appears to be the most vocal and articulate among all presidential candidates on the need for the Philippines to change its way of doing politics by changing the form of Philippine government. Now, I would like to share what I know based on my years living here in Finland. Um, Perhaps my personal experience in living in different countries with different forms of government, from parliamentary and presidential, from single-party rule, and single royal family rule countries can illuminate some more in what political science teachers and students would call as study on comparative governments. In democratic Philippines, essentially the the form of government is presidential. The head of state and the head of government is the president. He or she is elected through a direct, by plurality, first-past-the-post popular voting system. Whoever gets the most votes, regardless if it's not the majority votes, wins the election. So, obviously, the election in the Philippines by system's default is based on personality and popularity. Way back 1970s, the Philippines actually had a foray in parliamentary form of government. However, due to martial law, multiple amendments to the 1973 constitution and its sweeping effects in the system and culture of Filipino governance, genuine parliamentary democracy failed to grow and develop. So, by and large, it was still presidential with a facade of parliamentary. The sweeping change of government that came thereafter during the uh, Ed's uh, People Power uh, Revolution and the new constitution in 1987 reverted back firmly the Philippines into a presidential form of government. Of course, all Filipinos know this, but, but for the sake of our non-Filipino listeners, 
the way and manner where the president of the Philippines is elected is different from that of the United States where there is a state-by-state voting through an electoral college. It is also different from the way French voters elected their president. In France, uh, they have a runoff elections to determine that the elected president is a majority voted president. So, say for example, on the first round of presidential elections, if none of the candidates get the majority votes, the top candidates would have to go to a second round to secure a majority votes to legitimize their democratic mandate. Now, here in Finland, uh, we had a change in the constitution. A constitutional revision in March of year 2000. We can consider this as just recently. Among many important changes is that the form of government has changed. The prime minister, or we call it the pa ministeri, became the head of government. And the president, or the president, as we call it in local language, became the head of state. Plus, the president is also the commander-in-chief of the armed forces and the co-chief architect of Finnish foreign policy. The Finnish president is different from the presidents in other parliamentary democracies whereby the president is more of a ceremonial position but not here in Finland. Now the, the Finnish prime minister is elected by way of him or her as the leader of the political party that gets to have the most votes during the parliamentary elections. The Prime Minister serves for four years with unlimited terms of office. That is to say, the, the Prime Minister can, can lead for as long as the people keeps on supporting voting him or her and his or her political party. However, the Prime Minister can be booted out of power at any time by way of parliamentary vote of confidence. Speaking of which, the current Prime, Prime Minister Sanna Marin has succeeded in all attempts of the opposition to replace her uh, via a vote of no confidence. On the other hand, the Finnish president is elected through direct voting and if no candidate gets to have a majority vote, then the election has to go on a second round. Interestingly, for the sake of national unity, the president runs without a political party. The president serves for six years with maximum two terms in office. So that's 12 years in office. The current president, Saulinisto, is on his second and last term of office, which would end in 2024. Now, since Finland is parliamentary, people vote more based on political party platform rather than on personalities. In practical sense, and this is true to me, even if I have a friend who runs under a different political party, I particularly don't like then it's not really a big deal that I won't vote for him because my priority and my focus 
is to vote based on party platform. I'm sure he won't take it personally. Currently, the political parties here in Finland, the Social Democrats, the Liberal Left, Green Centrists, and Finnish-Swedish People's Party form the government coalition. Since the Social Democrats get the most votes last election, then, then by default, automatically, the Social Democrats' party leader, who is Sanna Marin, is our Prime Minister. On the other hand, the political parties, the NCP Conservatives, the Christian Democrats, the Finnish Nationalist Party, forms the Opposition Coalition. The next parliamentary election will be on 2023, and if recent polls have to be taken into consideration, it looks like the Conservatives have a good chance of winning. But we will see then. Now, can the Philippines adapt the framework of parliamentary form government of Finland, whereby you have the prime minister as the head of the government and the popularly elected president as the head of state? Well, why not? If the Filipino people thinks that this system is a good alternative to the current one that we have, it's always wise to be open-minded to see and study other successful systems, adopt international best practices, and implement it on local situation. Suffice to say, I think it's wise in modernizing if Filipinos get to change its system from popularity, highly divisive, totally toxic, and personality-based presidential to party platform-based parliamentary form government. I don't know about you, but things cannot remain the same as it is. It's always good, it's always wise, if we try to find ways to improve things for the good of the many, for the good of future generation, to optimize operating systems and way of doing things just so Philippines can get its act done together, thus making the country even more competitive in global political economic affairs. And uh, we actually need not to look far on how Filipinos can go about doing this shift to parliamentary form of government. In southern Philippines, in Bangsamoro, autonomous region in Muslim Mindanao, the setup there is in fact parliamentary. I suggest you take some time to visit the region if you can, or if you can't, then you can visit their website or watch the Bangsamoro parliamentary proceedings online on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. Uh, as far as I know, they would also have a parliamentary election coming up around the year 2025. So there's something that we can all look forward to observing on how parliamentary system can work in modern times Philippines. Alright, thank you very much for listening to my podcast. If you liked what you have just heard, please consider subscribing on my podcast on Spotify 
and it's also available from Google and Apple Podcasts. I'm also on YouTube and Odyssey. If you have some topics that you that you want me to cover, as I cover a wide range of topics on my podcast, news, current affairs, science and technology, gadgets, Bitcoin, cryptos, IT, AI, politics, governance, business, economics, history, philosophy, religion, spirituality, peace, fair, warfare, mystics, aliens, UFOs, the mysterious, and explain and solve pop arts, foreign languages, culture, lifestyle, sports, food, travels, movies, TV shows, books, music. Man, wide range of topics. Just let me know on Facebook and on my Twitter account at jwalkthetalk. Thank you very much. Maraming salamat po. And have a very good day. Bye for now. Thank you.